Hello, hello, hello. I'm Ed Dyson. I'm Charlie Valentine. And we are United, United Queendom. Queendom, bringing you all things Drag Race, plus the Ed and Charlie Show, in which we help the celebs and plebs who need it the most, with their many, many, many problems. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. And remember to rate, review, and always, always share. United Queendom is sponsored by Q Bar, proud owner of the best gay bars in London. Enjoy Q Bar, Q Club, Little Club, and She Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing, and despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. Here we are, still in isolation. How are you doing, Charlie? <laughs> I'm getting more and more zen by the day, even though the news keeps getting worse, like the deaths go up and the damage to the economy is going up. But conversely, I'm getting more and more chilled and more like just accepting what's happening. Are you smoking a lot of weed? Is that what's happening? (laughs) Yeah, just constantly stoned. (laughs) Well, yeah, I I think I said that before, but I think the best thing to do is, well, there are a number of things you can do to be kind to yourself, but one is to limit the amount of news you're reading, or if not limit, just become kind of desensitised to it like you're watching a film, because it feels like a film. And then just to focus on the day you're in and not really think ahead of it, and I think that helps you be more calm. Yeah. And then I think I read an article, everyone's just sleeping loads. Do you know there was a big, like, everywhere, how there's a like, chronic lack of sleep in this fast-moving world, and how everyone's getting, like, a really good night's sleep. Yeah, that's true. It's probably because we're all, yeah, just so bored. There's nothing to do but, but sleep. I find and that. I find, like, I, there's... I, before, I'm usually quite an early bird, and I like to get up, let's get to the gym, go for my little exercise. But now it's just like, what's the point of getting up early? It just extends the day. Well, I've been getting a lot more time in with my Nintendo Switch, so that is good. Because I used to play games a lot when I was a child, but I've never really done it since. But um, we recently got a Switch, and it's proving to be quite the good companion. Oh. Very frustrating, but as all good companions are, but it's keeping me... What games are you playing? So I like to play Mario Kart, which is exactly what I played when I was a child, but that game just seems to never go away and just keeps evolving. And then what else have I tried to play? Oh, I like playing fighting games like Street Fighter. So <gasps> I am oh unbeatable with Chun Li. Yes, ah, you Chun-Li. spot the oh game. God, he always picks Chun Li. No, did you meet Chun Li? <laughs> no, I was in Gran Canaria the and these two gay boys were fighting. They were so drunk, and one, of, and one of them was trying to kick the other one, and he just went, "Why don't you just fuck off, Chun Li?" <laughs> It tickled me so much. Was the man Chinese? No, it's just this little gay boy trying to kick him. Oh, that's good. Otherwise, that would have probably been cultural appropriation or something. Play was that? Was she played by Kylie Minogue in the film, or did she play another character? No, Chun Li was played by someone who looked like Chun Li. I don't know the actress's name. Kylie Minogue played a character called. Oh, let me remember this. She was like a little sidekick to Jean Claude Van Damme's Guile. What was she called? Was it? Was it Sneak? No. It was like a little cute name. Oh, oh that's going to bug me. Cindy does sound right, but I don't think it was Cindy. It was something like that. And she was really, really bad in it, which is shocking because that film was so bad to be bad in it. Notably bad. Who's got the worst acting career? Kylie Minogue or Madonna? Well, it's hard. I think Madonna's had higher highs, but Madonna's also had lower lows. I was thinking today about how many well-received films Madonna's been in. And I think I clocked five. So there was Evita, Desperately Seeking Susan, A League of Their Own, Dick Tracy. Um, and then Truth or Dare, but that's a documentary, so I don't know if you could count that as an... Well, it's not an acting role. 
And then I think everything else Madonna's done film-wise has been bad. And even if it wasn't bad, she was considered bad within it. Can I be controversial and say I think she was bad in Evita? Well, I personally don't like Evita the film. Although I only watched it as a teenager. But, because you know, I don't like musicals where the music never ends. I like it to be talking, then music, talking, then music. Whereas Evita is just one long, never-ending song. Uh, so I didn't like the film, but I don't think Madonna was bad in it. But it really, she's only ever really done well in films where they've played to her strengths. So, like, obviously Madonna knows how to do a music video. She's part of the most iconic music videos of all time. So, like, when you're in a film like Evita, it's really one long music video. So it makes sense that she kind of did well in that. And she sounded good with the with the book. Is that the right w- way to say it? The book? The book? Oh, it... the words. <laughs> yeah, is that not what they call it? Call yeah, myself yeah, a gay yeah. man. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I still, I don't think Madonna's ever wowed in an acting role. I hope she never hears this. Because, um, you know, I, I'm still holding out hope we'll be friends one day. And that could easily ruin it. Um, should we jump into our celebrity letters this week? Yes, please. All so of the f- them writing in. Well, we only actually have one this week, so they've clearly found something better to do. They're probably all oh, on the switch. Lady Gaga's night in or whatever it's called. Oh, yeah, her big night, which weirdly we were not invited to, but I assume that must have been, I, know. I don't I know, some sort of on the poster. admin error. But uh, we did get a letter from Kourtney Kardashian. She said, Dear Ed and Charlie... I don't know if you saw, but my older and fatter sister Kim slapped the shit out of me recently. I don't know why I was surprised. She's always been a slapper. Personally, I think she should be cancelled now. Violence is violence, even if it is within the family. Have you guys ever got into a physical fight with your siblings? Oh, God, a hiccup then. I'm not drunk, I swear. Oh my God, we've gone from burps to hiccups now. (laughs) Next week, I'm going to be trying full on vomiting. Anyway, (laughs) as I was. Have you guys ever got into a physical fight with your siblings? Or physical fights full stop. Any advice appreciated. Thanks, Courtney. Thanks, Courtney. Have you, Charlie? Do you know what? I couldn't pick Courtney out of a lineup. I've got to be honest. I think she's the short one. Oh. I mean, Kim would not have slapped the tall one, because unless she's got a death wish. <laughs> yeah, because this is not hot off the press. So I'm, we're a bit late to this one, but... Courtney took a while. She must have been reeling from the slap to write in. But I'd heard about this slap, but just assumed it was usual Kardashian tomfoolery um, and just ridiculousness. But then I actually got round to watching the clip. I was like, damn, she actually slapped that bitch. She slapped the shit out of that bitch. It looked real. It stung. (laughs) And it is that thing where you would only do that to your siblings. So, Charlie, you have a sister. I have an older brother. So close. (laughs) What is gender Uh, nowadays? (laughs) (laughs) It's a construct. Tear it apart. Um, So how many years is between you? He's three years older than me. So he must have beaten you up. Do you know what? No. We used to... To be fair, actually, we used to get into, like, scraps. And, oh, my God, I'm going to sound like such a bender. He used to always (laughs) complain that I scratched him. Oh, that is the gay move, scratching. Yeah, I used to always scratch him. Because my nails grow so fast. Plus you had acrylics on for your adolescence. <laughs> exactly, I had Michelle Visage acrylics on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so apparently I always used to scratch him. That's what he remembers. So we you would sometimes be- win the fights? 
I mean, I would say I won the fights. See, I'm the older brother as well. And obviously that means I can beat up my younger brothers. However, younger brothers like yourself become resourceful. Because my main memory is I used to beat them up. Or sometimes I was so lazy as a child, I'd actually couldn't be bothered to beat them up. So I'd start a fight between the two of them and then just watch it. So I'd be like, who's the toughest out of you two? And they'd be like, me, me. And then next thing you know, they're rolling around the floor and I'm just like sat there like, ha ha. Um, <laughs> But one time when I could be bothered, I think I was chasing my youngest brother and he, this is very painful and I very much much recommend someone do this if you're ever in a sticky situation. He grabbed a handful of change, as in like coppers and 5Ps and 20s and stuff like that, and he threw it into my face. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah, it's very, very painful, but kind of doesn't leave a huge mark. So it's quite good for... Um, not leaving any evidence, but really hurting someone. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah, I'd recommend that. But I've never been in a physical fight as an adult. I've been hit and attacked a few times. Um, Most notably, um, once I was in a gay bar in London. And I don't know if I told you guys this story before. Uh, Me and my friend Mark were, um, we were in the club (laughs) getting our drink on and this guy walked past and he had a tray full of shots and my friend mistakenly thought he was like a waiter giving out free shots which shows that we were maybe attending too many showbiz parties at the time (laughs) just assumed everything was free so my friend reached out and took one of the shots and did it and I thought oh you shouldn't have done that because he's probably bought them for all his friends but the guy didn't react or do anything so I was like oh maybe they are up for grabs so then I took one of the shots oh and, God. and did that shot and he turned and looked at me and then he slammed the shot, the tray of shots into my face and one of the shot glasses burst on my forehead, leaving me gushing with blood. So I got like glassed by an angry Japanese man for stealing his drink and I had to like run out of the club gushing blood and this... um. Luckily, there was a male nurse, a nurse was there, and they helped me outside and I had to go to hospital and be stitched up. And I still, to this day, have a Harry Potter scar because of that, which I don't know if you guys have ever noticed. Oh, that is all for a free shot. What shot it, was it? Well, I remember it being Sambuca, but this was the thing. Me and my friend Mark, we took the guy to court for glassing me. <laughs> and we were so drunk that we both gave different statements of the night and every single detail that we gave was completely different. It was like, I said it was three in the morning. He said it was 11 p.m. I said the shots were Sambuca. He said they were Jägermeister. I said we were upstairs. He said we were downstairs. So like by the end of it, even though neither of us had lied, the judge was just like, we we can't convict this person because not, nothing you guys have said is corroborated. Because <laughs> we were just so drunk. So I remember it being Sambuca, but I don't know. Um, I like but, a Sambuca shot. But, Does that make me a weirdo? I think it makes you 18 and still pretending to be bisexual. <laughs> Do you remember when people used to set them on fire? What, bisexuals? <laughs> <laughs> well, they were flaming. No, the Sambuca shots, people would like flame it and then wait till it goes out and then drink it. But then sometimes, <gasps> sometimes people used to put it in their mouth and then set fire to it. And then you always knew that one guy and it was always a straight, stupid man who had burnt lips. And you were like, oh, what happened to you? And he got it from burning Sambuca. But doesn't burning, like, burn off the alcohols? So you're just left with the syrup or whatever. I don't know. Or yeah, not. it's stupid on many levels. Oh, yeah, that was what people used to do. They used to burn it, and then you'd suck up the 
the air with the straw. Do you remember this moon? Am I crazy? We did that. Yeah, if you, got you blow it out, and you'd, but you'd keep the fumes under another glass or something. You could suck them in. Died out. I think if once a few people have been injured, it started to have its day. That sounds day. very elaborate. Why not just take the shot? It made it more potent, sucking in the fumes. More potent than a shot of sambuca. <laughs> yeah. I think in those days, because people didn't have any money, when you had a shot, you really had to make a meal of it. So you had to try and make it last. <laughs> You couldn't just shot it. You had to think of creative ways to drag it out for like half an hour. God, can you even imagine being out and doing a shot now? Huh. It's like something for the history books. <laughs> and speaking of history, let's make some pop history right now with the game of... Humpting Wong, Humpting Wong. Charlie, can you guess the song with a knick-knack paddywhack? Give the... Sorry. Um, are you ready? Yeah, and the theme is isolation, being on our own, the world's ending. That only took a month, but you do now know the theme, (laughs) which saves us lots of time. Okay. This one was very associated with all that, so I think you're going to get this one. (laughs) Did you get it? Well, like, instantly I was like, I've got it. And then it was like, no, I don't. And then I was like, yeah, I do. And then it's, no, I don't. That... It's how I feel about the coronavirus. Every day I'm like, I've got it. No, I don't. Yeah, I've got it. <laughs> <laughs> that journey you just described makes a lot of sense. Because the, the first few bars, I was like, this is too easy. I've made it so easy. And then I went rogue. And then it got, I got lost in the craziness. And then I think I brought it back towards the end. What is it? I will survive. Yes! Yes! <laughs> I... I think that's the first one you've got for a while with no clue. It is. Oh, uh, what? You nearly lost me. I got to be honest. You went rogue and I was like, no, this I've got it wrong. I lost myself halfway through. If you'd asked me what the song was, I wouldn't have been able to tell you. But because <laughs> I... related to that song, there's the iconic. Uh, I know. So I bring the shove every week now because it's just the best shovel time. The comeback. Val- Lisa Kudrow's Valerie Cherish sings "I Will Survive" and it's everything. Go on YouTube and look up. Valerie Cherish, I Will Survive. She sings uh, it and it's amazing. Oh, I am going to do that. Every time you reference the comeback, is, do you know why it is? It's because the comeback is a show I've only watched once. And usually, like, iconic shows like Sex and the City, I've seen them ten times, so they're really engraved in my memory, but I really need to watch that all again. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, she sings it as a... She wants it to be the theme song of the comeback. And so she sings it, and then they make her do it again. It's like, give it more power. And so she, like, really goes for it. It's just everything. Oh, Lisa Kudrow. <laughs> That used to be regarded I Will Survive as like the ultimate karaoke song, didn't it? It was like, I Will Survive, I think, like Dancing Queen and Like a Virgin were like, always came out as the most popular choices. Oh, and like My Way. And then these days, for this generation, apparently it's Shake It Off. Shake It Off's a really popular karaoke song. Well, the thing is, you can't do like, you know, Break Up with Your Girlfriend and Bored. That's not really a karaoke song, is it? None none of the modern songs are like sing-along-y. Yeah, they don't have like strong melodies. My karaoke um, song is Girls Just Want to Have Fun. That is a, one of my favourite songs of all time. It makes me so happy. 
And then speaking of I Will Survive, infamously, possibly, I don't know if you agree, the worst lip sync of all time. Oh, yeah, I would say that was the worst. Was that season five? Uh, that was no, Vivian Penay versus um, Honey Mahogany. No, oh, no, that was Oops, I Did It Again, wasn't it? It's that season was... eight. It was um, the Layla McQueen and... Um, oh, yes, Layla Exclamation, and... whatever her name was. Oh, God, yeah, that was the worst, worst, worst one ever. And they built I... it up as, like... I think they're going to redo that one at some point because it was so bad. I think so. I think that's the worst. Is that the worst? Or maybe... Mm, actually, I think the Honey Mahogany one was worse. I really... I mean, some of the Drag Race UK ones were pretty bad. I really didn't like the new rules one. I didn't like the Venus one. I mean, I really didn't like any of them on Drag Race UK, but maybe this, it, a lot of that was to do with the bad songs, whereas um, I Will Survive, you really shouldn't mess that one up. But this year, what was the one this year that was rubbish? Dahlia Sin and... Again, like almost all of Who them. Who was it? Nikki Dull? Was it those two? There was one this year that was terrible. The first one? No. Yeah, the first lip sync. The first lip sync was... Dahlia Sin and who was... Who beat her? Oh, problem. Ariana Grande. Oh, yes, yes, yes. That was awful. That was a really bad one. That should have been a double sachet, but I think it was too early. Yeah. We just can't help ourselves talking about Drag Race. And we're actually going to be doing a lot more of it because our letter, which is very long from the pleb after the break, um, is very Drag Race related. So brace yourself. Brace. And we will be back very soon. (laughs) Bye. United Queendom is sponsored by Q Bar, who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q Bar, Q Club, Little Q and She Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Now let's get on with the show. Uh, we're back with our pleb question this week. Uh, from PB and Delano, who sent us basically an essay this week. So there's quite a few points I'm going to hit on. Um, first one is related to you, Charlie. Um, she said, I feel really bad for Charlie being unable to eat any Easter eggs. <laughs> that... It is. It's traumatic. Where's my telephone? Where's my it... fundraiser? I hope this doesn't become like a weekly thing, like on Drag Race, where you're going to bring out another sob story. But it seems to be working. Uh, you've, got <laughs> si- you've got the sympathy you wanted. <laughs> Thank you. It's all I want in life. That was the most concise point, but we have a few that are more elaborate. Oh, the second one... Again, quite brief is, so she tells us that Untucked is on Wow Presents Plus, so that's the easiest way to watch it properly. Because uh, we've only watched one episode so far, haven't we, Charlie? Yeah. Because I've never, to be fair, I've never been a huge Untucked fan. And Well, sorry, let me clarify. Back in the day, like season five, Untucked was everything. Yeah, but I agree. recent years, it's just been boring. It's really, really lost its way. And then when something really iconic happens, like Aja and Valentina thing, that goes viral. So it just yeah. feels like it's almost not worth, especially because like as much as obviously I love Drag Race, but I watched, you watch an hour of it and then like I go and read it and read all about it. And then um, I watch the episode again to do, prepare for the podcast. It's like to add untucked into it, it just feels like one thing too much for me of a weekend. But I am going to do it now because, like they say, if you're not watching Untucked, you're not getting the full story. And I am committed to doing this well. So thank you for giving me that tip because I didn't realise PB and Delano. And I am going to start watching. As of this weekend, things are going to change around here. Um, The other point in this letter was, um, so I'm interested to hear your opinion on this, Charlie. She said she heard 
because she knows she goes in the spoiler sub and like knows way more than us. Um, Wait, is it going to be spoiler alert or not? No, she, she knows not to send me the spoilers, but okay. she's giving me little bits of tea that are only in that bit. So apparently, in the original edit of the show, Gigi was being edited as this massive villain. So she was kind of being built up as a huge villain. But because of the whole Sherry Pie disqualification, it feels almost like Sherry Pie maybe was being built up to be a winner. And she was the goodie and Gigi was the baddie. Now they've tried to like re-edit it so that Gigi is the person you want to win, maybe, or is going to win, but uh, like a Violet edit. So that might be explains why a lot of us don't really know how to feel about Gigi. Oh, interesting. I don't know if they, if they can do that amount of engineering, can they? Because I get editing... Sherry out is a task in itself, but to then re-edit the other girls as well, that seems quite a mammoth effort. Well, I guess it's just, I mean, if you think about the fact that Britta's, a lot of the reasons that people haven't liked Britta this season is because basically of a confession about her saying, in New York, I'm amazing. So if they wanted to change her edit just before the season started airing, they could just remove all those confessionals and just find confessionals where Britta was being nice about everyone and that would have changed everything so it seems like there's this huge science about it but really it's probably quite easy to quite quickly change someone's edit and maybe Gigi has been making bitchy remarks the whole season but we just haven't been seeing them because I was confused about the Britta edit because like I was saying in our United Queen episode how she, she's being portrayed as a villain and yet when she got eliminated all the queens came on stage saying goodbye it seemed like she was so well loved and it felt like where's this come from we haven't seen this yeah, well, apparently in the confessionals, sometimes they're like, they'll say, you'll say something like, oh, yeah, she didn't do that well in the challenge. And it's like, oh, could you say that again, but just go a bit harder? We need something a bit bigger. And it's like, oh, she totally messed up the challenge. And then it they'll always keep asking. Wants, like, harder and bigger. <laughs> well, especially in lockdown, you'll take what you can get. <laughs> Those dancers for a start. I still can't get over the dancers of last week's episode. Oh, oh I did rewatch and look at them after your recommendation, and they were hot. Especially one in particular was like, Beardy and a bit like Latiny. Oh, it was really gorgeous. Hot. Also, yeah. I rewatched um, Share the Rusical this morning. God, it was a mess. Yeah, it really was. Especially now that the Madonna one has happened. I think that's why they, and that's what one of the other points was on, because we were talking about, debating about what happened with the costumes last time. And I think last time they did do their own costumes, but I think PB and Delana says that they're pretty sure that the, um, production provided everyone with their costumes this time because they really wanted it to look good and they didn't know who was going to be who so I think it was like they did the assignments one rolls and then they had like a long weekend to put together everyone's outfits and like that's why the wigs were really good and all that stuff so I think we've got to the bottom of that one and then there was just one more point which was because I mentioned on the United Queendom episode that I heard Gigi and Crystal were in a relationship but I'm informed by our spies I don't know why I say spies <laughs> that um, Gigi and Crystal apparently both have boyfriends in real life. and oh. But it seems like they are perpetuating this rumour themselves and they might be doing a little bit of a brangy thing where they know that having a bit of a romance is going to um, keep them sort of talked about. So I think it may crop, crop up on the show quite soon, but I think it's a showmance if it does. Oh, the shenanigans. 
So yeah, that was a lot of tea to get from one letter. So thank you, PB and Delana, and all our other listeners regarding to anything Drag Race or anything else. Often you know more than what we do, so please keep us informed. Can I quickly ask, who do you think predictions for next year's musical? What diva are they going to choose? Um, so th- they did Dinah Ross, didn't they? Oh no, Dinah Ross was featured in the Rue the, the Rue, the Rue musical. Yeah. So I can imagine Dinah Ross, although I don't know, like just quite. Ross... I think it's quite hard to pick a black diva because you're gonna have a lot of white queens dressing up. And so I, I never... think there might be issues around that. Yeah, that's true. But then a lot of the black queens have that same issue. I mean, I know it's not the same, but it's it's almost a disadvantage. Because when you think of last week's Madonna episode, like one of the reasons Gigi was great, but one of the reasons she did well was because she looked like Madonna, which is yeah. something that you can't really help. And then you get someone like Jada, who, as you said, like killed it. But she's always going to not completely look like Madonna because she's black and Madonna's yeah. white. So it kind of takes you out of it. So, um, it'd be nice to see the white queens at more of a disadvantage in that respect. But yeah, as long as they weren't doing a um, Stacey Lane Matthews and tanning themselves up, I think they could get away with it. I think it would... I mean, Gaga's an obvious choice just because it's... Um, you need someone who's had a lot of different looks like Cher and Madonna and Gaga has, but they've already done a Gaga runway, so maybe they can't do her again. Well, yeah, and I think the thing with the Rusicals is it's it's about different eras. So Gaga has a lot of yeah. looks, which is why she lends well to a runway, but she her story's still relatively short. Um, I guess Britney would be a good one because Britney's had a bit of a longer career with highs and lows, but that'd be tricky because it'd be impossible to avoid the breakdown, but that also would be a sensitive area to, to make fun of. Yeah. Although they were gladly made light of Madonna's mum dying, so who knows? <laughs> Who would you like to see? Taylor Swift? Oh, always. I mean, it would be the blandest musical ever, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, she's had a lot of drama, bless her. She has. I think, um, who's had a long career? See, someone like Dolly Parton's just always looked the same, hasn't she? Uh, I suppose maybe Mar- but Mariah hasn't really had a lot of looks, has she? No, not a lot of looks, but yeah, I think Mariah would be tough as well. Janet like Jackson has- would be tough. It has to be have someone who has very distinct eras. But then Madonna, that's why Madonna was the best, because that's what she's known for, reinvention. Yeah. Oh, Madonna's definitely the ultimate of that. I think you could do it for Britney. I think if there were less queens, you could maybe get away with one for, like, Christina and Gaga and maybe Taylor and... Maybe... Would Beyonce work? No. No, she's too bland. Or maybe they won't... Well, they did Trump last year, didn't it? Maybe they won't do a diva. Maybe they'll do something else. Did you hear that tongue pop? <laughs> Do you want to try one? Here we go. For all time's sake. Three, two, one. Oh, that's good. Is that what you've been doing in isolation? Just rehearsing yeah. them? <laughs> that's all I've been doing. That was a Charlie 7, a normal person 4. So I think that's <laughs> very good. Thank um, you. Oh, should we do two, 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 to the moon as well? Yes. Here we go. Three, two, one. Two, 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 two the moon. The moon. To, to the, the moon, moon. To, to the, the moon. moon, come on and take me away, to, 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 to the moon. Hi guys. Hello. <laughs> I didn't know you were there, Moon. How's it going? Um, <laughs> uh, do you want to let us into your world? Yes. I want to see what Moon's wearing. Let's see what the moon is wearing. Put the webcam. Let's see the whole of the moon. Oh, I got a flash then. I mean a flash of <laughs> what you're wearing. <laughs> So we've got a bit of a white jumper situation. 
and you seem to have some sort of bug on your... Oh, no, that's... Is that Ralph Lauren? Yeah! I love oh. a bit of Ralph Lauren. It's a nice, plain, white Ralph Lauren. Is it not warm up there, Moon? It's it's quite nice today, the weather. I'm um, I'm sort of cold in the mornings as I wake up. <laughs> well, Scotland is Scotland, as they say. Actually, no one's ever said that, but maybe it'll become a thing. Yeah, it'll warm up <laughs> in, a, in an hour or two. <laughs> Uh, what have you got planned for the rest of this week, Charlie? Oh, it's such exciting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to... Uh, what have I got? i literally got nothing. I've got no house parties planned. I've got no Zooms planned. Yeah, do you think they're dying out now? I feel like the novelty was quite big in the first few weeks and now it's kind of... I have to say, I delete house party and then on Monday someone wanted to do it, so I re-downloaded it. And like, none of my friends were online. I mean, all two of them. I'll only go on if, like, someone has invited me to a thing. I don't just browse and be like, oh, who's around? But, um, yeah, I took part in a few quizzes last week and I even won one. So that was... Um, oh, I might try okay. to sink the pinger during the quiz on Thursday. Oh, really? As in today. <laughs> like a... G- <laughs> oh, very well. Seamlessly done then. Um, is that like a gay quiz? I don't... I got an email saying they're going to do a quiz on Instagram Live tonight. So I might try and give that a go and see what that's like. Is there a prize? I think there is actually, like, gin or something. Okay. Gin? Okay. Now you're involved. (laughs) Right, well, um, so that wraps up today's episode. And then, obviously, on Monday, we have our next United Queendom episode. Which will be, I think they're doing a product challenge next week. Yes. My prediction, I'm going to say Crystal's going home, even though I love her. Oh, I think Heidi is going to go home and I think winning the challenge is going to be, I think it has to be someone who isn't Sherry Pie or Gigi. So I think it's going to, I think Jan is finally going to win a challenge. I keep saying it every week and every week I'm wrong, but I think next week she's going to win. If she does a per, a pre, perpy, that's not a word. Perpy, perpy. that's the word. Oh, perky. Just like a perky musical theatre or something. I think she's got a, I think she can nail it. And after what they did to her last week, I think they have to throw her a bone. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, we can't wait for that. And thank you all for listening. We hope you tune in on Monday as well. Thank and you, everyone. forever till the end Wash of time. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. And let's click. Bye. The letters featured on The Ed and Charlie Show are not real. Any listeners who thought otherwise should see a GP immediately. The Ed and Charlie Show is affiliated with no one and is likely to die alone and should be kept away from children, those easily offended, and the celebrities featured. Any celebrities wanting to send legal letters, please do not. We do not have the budget.